Uh, are you struggling with hormonal imbalances? Guess what? Today's uh, guest, Dr. Alex, is an unconventional hormone coach. She's going to help us to figure out what to do with those hot flashes. <laughs> Welcome, Dr. Alex. Thanks so much for having me. So please tell us, how, how did you come about to start helping women, coaching women through this difficult time that it lasts forever. <laughs> it can certainly seem that way for sure. Mm -hmm. It uh, It's an interesting journey because I obviously am younger and have not hit that, that stage of life. However, when I started doing a lot of the work that I do, which has been geared at bringing balance back into life and into your body, it was a lot of women in that stage of life who I ended up working with because um, I think we you know, there's something about we slow down enough or our life's changed enough where you're finally aware of your body and it's starting to talk to you in, in a way. So, um, and personally, I went on my own journey of hitting massive burnout, which also led to a lot of hormone issues myself. I ended up becoming estrogen dominant, which essentially equated to one day my pants just didn't fit, even though they fit the week before. And so I went through that journey of trying to lose weight and not being able to lose weight and having all kinds of, you know, mood instabilities and not recognizing myself so so you're saying that stress added to uh to this problem and it caused mm -hmm. you to experience the symptoms of premenopause uh, earlier in life um not necessarily premenopause but you know there's stages where our hormones get wonky um postpartum is is a big one and then perimenopause is is the next and inside of that stress has a huge impact on all of our hormones, sex hormones, thyroid, all of all that. It can disrupt the pathways and production of our hormones. So that definitely contributed to my experience and does for a lot of women. Um, and were you able to control this? Are you, were you able to control mm -hmm. this naturally as you are teaching? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Um, I have never, my background is in chiropractic and I was very much against taking any medication or, you know, going through the, the routes. And along with that, when we talk about hormones, Western medicine is not really set up to handle it well, you know. Yeah, they don't yeah, they don't want to hear that. Yeah. Yes. No, they usually and if they do prescribe something, they don't test, they don't actually know what your imbalances are, and so then they just make things worse. <laughs> make things typically worse. what happens. Yes, so, yes. Yeah. So I love that. I love that because we all uh, are looking for natural ways of healing, natural ways of looking younger. So this falls into that bucket. Thank you yeah. for being here. And please let us know. So you started your journey and you've learned what you need to do. And is this the reason behind why you do what you do? It's a big part of it. Yeah. I, you know, it was more, I got drawn to working with women. So in my chiropractic life, which I did that for about a decade, but I was a pediatric and perinatal chiropractor. So I saw a lot of babies and I saw a lot of moms and grandmas who were exhausted and, you know, not loving their life and not them best, their best selves. And they had no capacity to figure out what to do about it. Um, and so that was more my heart for those women was, was what drew me into the work I do now. And it kind of melded into being more about the menopause and perimenopause stage because so many women are struggling with that today. It's a struggle that no one can help us with. It's almost like we're on our own with that. <laughs> a little bit. It's, you know, I've I've worked with a lot of women, interviewed a lot of other, you know, menopause experts on my own podcast that I host. And I've learned it's like 
you know, there's this part of like a journey that happens and it's almost like we're moving into this age of wisdom. And I've, I've seen clients who've just embraced all the things, the night sweats and the, you know, feeling like you're going crazy, all that stuff and come into it really empowered, like come out the other side, really empowered and others who have just struggled the whole time. And, you know, there's a lot to be said also for our westernized world, our food quality, a lot of our, you know, the lifestyle pieces of lifestyle medicine and all that, that does actually make a significant impact on what your experience will be like going through the changes yes. in menopause. So, yeah, yeah, I definitely see um, when I'm working with my clients on the facial table and uh, I'm seeing mm -hmm. that their, their stress over the pre, either premenopause or when they're in menopause and they're not sleeping right, they're just exhausted. I can see this on the face and under the eyes for sure. So, yeah. unfortunately, it affects us so much that I wish we could find some key to this, to this solving of this problem. And is Dr. Alex our key to the <laughs> problem solving? Let's see. Okay. Let's, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fit to fit for you. So here's the thing about hormones that, you know, they, we talk about in hormone circles, but I don't think anyone really truly grasps what it means. And that is that hormones are a direct reflection of their environment. And so we tend to go to the things like, you know, chemicals and phytoestrogens and all of that stuff out in the world, right? But what that really means is what's impacting our hormones is our internal environment too. And that's not just physical, it's also emotional. So I am unconventional <laughs> in the sense that a lot of the work that I do, you know, we bring together both the physical sides of, you know, can you help? mitigate some of the symptoms through diet and through, you know, supplements and some changes like that. Absolutely. But to really like hit a point where you're thriving and not just surviving this stage of life, there's a lot of layers we peel back in terms of the emotional side of our well-being and how we're healing. I can attest to that because after a good facial or an energy work, I do mm -hmm. see changes on the face, dramatic change, changes on the skin. And I can only think it is because the client had let go of the stresses. And once yes. the stress goes down, I guess the hormones uh, regulate. Is that possible? It is. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of like in any given moment, we can, our stress fluctuates, our cortisol levels can fluctuate our, you know, all that can happen. What's important and what we're missing and things like facial or, you know, a, a acupuncture treatment or any of these things can impact like in the moment, change some of that. The, the, big piece that I'm working on is like, how do we maintain that long-term? How do we, you know, how do we, yes, we build in our, our tools and our self-care and all that, but on some level we have to learn how to develop internal safety again. And because most of us have lost, lost some connection to that. We're always in fight or flight. Like, you know, we don't necessarily have a tiger chasing us. That's going to eat us, but our day-to-day -day lives are just full of that kind of response from our body. Cause it doesn't know how to differentiate between like the tiger's going to chase us, need us and we're stuck in traffic. Right. So. So about. what are, what are you saying? Once we learn how to relax, uh, it can definitely make a big, 
impact. And it's, you know, it's a lot easier said than done for sure. Like if you're already in the point where your hormones are changing, where you haven't had regular cycles for a while, where you're having the night sweats and having, you know, the weight come on and all of these, the mood swings, all of that. It's, there are layers to what we need to do. You know, there's ways to support increasing your hormone levels a little bit so that the symptoms aren't as dramatic, but like for progesterone, for example, is one of those that is going to impact your night sweat experience. Cuddling is one of the ways that you increase that. And I don't mean sexual cuddling, like just cuddling with a pet or a spouse or a kid um, can actually raise those levels. So the, the chemistry of love. Well, it increases your oxytocin, but it also will have an effect on um, progesterone okay. levels as well. Mm. Interesting. And outside of that, what what would anyone do um, naturally to increase the progesterone? Because I know this would affect the, mm -hmm. the fluctuations, right? Yeah, yeah. Progest low progesterone is typically a culprit of a lot of things that women experience in um, menopause and perimenopause too. And it's important to realize, so when you're under high stress, like I'm just gonna stress this, we're gonna stress the stress, right? <laughs> when we're under high stress, progesterone actually converts into cortisol. So there's a steal that happens and it, that pathway will get shut down. So like you could already be going into the perimenopause period with lower levels than what are ideal. And, you know, so some of the other things that we can do, it, there's dietary things that make a difference, like Chase Tree Berry or Vitex is a supplement you can take that helps to bolster those levels. Um, eating enough fiber is one of the big things. Saffron is actually something that helps increase it. So I can't yeah, tell random, I've heard random about, things. I heard about the saffron. I just don't know how yeah. you would eat it because it's a, like a little tiny strings of, of herb or something. Yeah, yeah. I think you can, I, I haven't looked to see, I'm sure there's an herbal supplement or something mm -hmm. out there, but. Yeah, on that topic, um, there there is lots of progesterone creams. Um, mm -hmm. Are they safe to use? They're natural, there are EMs and other products in it. Are they safe to use every day or? What's the, oh, can you OD on progesterone? I mean, with anything, you can certainly throw yourself out of balance in the other direction. So, you know, I've used, and with the caveat of, you know, my background and um, my degree, I don't speak at all into, uh, give me one second, into pharmacology in any way. So I don't deal with prescription. And with that, you know, I, I have used some natural or like, you know, the natural over the counter type creams and stuff you can get with my clients with some success. You know, I, I think at that stage of life, it's going to be hard to push your progesterone so high that it's too high um, just because we're losing, you know, part of going through menopause is you're losing your levels. Same with, it's more of an issue with estrogen and keeping things in balance with estrogen. And so right. when you start to have okay. weird weight things, mm -hmm. that's where that ratio gets a little. If it's safe to say that you would, you would like to see a clients using progesterone cream at night before they go to bed or anytime during the day. It's definitely one of those things that helps. I Most of my clients, I've used it at night. I'm not really attached to a certain time of the day necessarily. Some use it in the morning. It depends on what it is like at night. Because you're saying that uh, low progesterone uh, affects uh, the sleep, yes? It can, yes. Yeah, it can be one of those things that's causing hot flashes. So using it before you go to bed can potentially mitigate some of those symptoms. Right. 
So now that is under the belt, so we know we can just supplement somehow nutritionally or otherwise. But the estrogen part, what can we do with the estrogen? That one we have to be a little more careful with. You have to really be sure if it's a matter of, because you can have symptoms of, like I shared, I had estrogen dominance. And so one of the like primary things with that is you blow up in your hips and belly and can't get the weight off. And the thing is, though, it can either be caused by estrogen actually being too high or by progesterone being too low or by both of them being normal, but estrogen being too low in relation to normal estrogen. And so there are supplements that you can take. There are things that you can do, but I really encourage people to be sure what they're dealing with before you go down the road of taking like a DIM or a um, indole three carbonyl is the main supplement that you use to just help the body metabolize estrogen. So, but before you do that, cause you can mess yourself up more if your estrogen is actually not too high and it's more your progesterone, you have to know which thing you're addressing. Okay, so what are the tests uh, to look for? Yeah, unfortunately, Western medicine is not very good at this. <laughs> so um, my favorite, and they actually don't give a ratio, but it gives you a lot of other information, um, is the Dutch test. I don't know if you're familiar with that yeah. one, but from Precision Analytical. And so they give you a really clear bake breakdown of how your body's metabolizing your estrogens, like what, what your levels are. It looks at pathways. It shows you all three estrogens and testosterone and can also look okay, at Okay. So levels. if you, if someone comes to you with this problem and you send them to get that Dutch test done, then you get the results and you help them based on that or what, how do you help? People? So that's a piece, that's a piece of the pie. Like I might do targeted supplementation based on that. Um, that we wouldn't just do in general, but there's also general things you can do, like eating 35 to 45 grams of fiber is gonna help across the board. Avoiding things like sugar and caffeine and gluten generally will help with any kind of hormone imbalance. Uh, are you saying sugar will help? No, avoiding it, avoiding, avoiding it. Avoiding the, the hormone spikes because of uh, the extra sugar in, your, in the bloodstream. What about caffeine? Mm -hmm. uh, coffee is not, good when we're looking at trying to balance hormones anything that's gonna send your system up or down in an extreme is typically going to make it difficult to bring balance so you know there's a lot of research behind those things imbalances. interesting so you're saying fiber uh lots of fiber would help to normalize that mm -hmm. uh, for starters and then yep. um someone like yourself is uh, helping people nutritionally or otherwise sometimes you might be sending them to get a massage right yeah yeah there's you know there's the the things that we do to de-stress that are helpful, helpful <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely yes mm. so stress is definitely one of the reasons but once you are in the cycle um i i mentioned earlier that there is a client that I have seen. Um, she's now 70 and she's still struggling with uh, hot flashes. That's just yeah. unbelievable. And you said that we are going to do, some of us will struggle. How long? I've, I think the, the longest length I've heard is 16 years, but it can be 
I've heard up to 20. And, you know, if here's the thing with that, though, like that window is, is huge. And like I said, you know, we have a lot of lifestyle things that have just crept into our culture that we don't even recognize necessarily are, are messing with us, like quality of our food or quality of our water or, you know, what's in the coffee we drink or any of that stuff. There's a lot of external stuff, right, that that makes an impact. But like someone who's struggling with that that long, it's, you know, her progesterone is probably like almost non-existent at that point. So that becomes a point when you really need some extra support probably in order to get that. At this stage control. of life, she still would need the support. Yes. Potentially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay. That's not good news. <laughs> <laughs> and that, you know, it could be cuddling with a, you know, if she's still got somebody around her, but finding like some of those things we've talked about to bolster. That's why we have dogs. Is that why? That's what a part of why I have one. <laughs> He's my, my pandemic puppy. Okay. So, Otherwise, if you are eating healthy, if you are eating clean, you should be able to maintain some sort of balance, yes? So here's the thing on that. Yes, theoretically. I tend to work with women who are doing all the right things and still having problems. And the part that's still having the problems is that other layer of our emotional healing that we need to go through in order to, to bring things back into balance and to just thrive. Emotional healing, meaning uh, most of the time, most of the time, it would be the stress. Yes, it it's the stress. It's also getting to the root of what's at the source of the stress. So it can be, you know, I've had clients that haven't ever grieved something, and so that is something that comes out. I do a lot of work on, you know, getting the gut working, and part of that is involves parasites and some some pretty intense detoxing and I've had women come through that and be like hey I have trauma that happened to me 40 years ago and I've never talked to anybody about and I'm ready now you know there's there's layers that as you get your body clean and functioning well it you know you're unable to tolerate the things you've been burying and hiding. right so so you're saying the natural hormonal treatments uh involve everything it's not just mm -hmm. one part the hormones itself yeah yeah. And that's where if you've tried some of these things more in the natural world and they haven't worked, so to speak, we're missing a piece of the pie. Okay. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so your coach, you over the phone or in a clinic, how do you do that? I'm 100% virtual these days. So I, I physically live in Alaska, which is pretty far from the rest of the world. Um, wow. So. Yeah. yeah. So I work with women all over the all over North America. So there is a, a website scrolling on the bottom. Um, emergentwomencoaching.com that mm -hmm. is uh, the site that anybody who needs help anybody who is struggling or tried other methods by by the way while we are on it oh do you believe in hormonal replacement therapy here's the thing with hormones and western medical interventions <laughs> um you know, they, first of all, everyone should realize women weren't actually, it, there wasn't a law requiring women to be part of medical research until 1991. <laughs> so it's fairly new for women to be understood and, and researched and like have treatment options available. And so because of that, you know, typically 
hormone replacement therapy or birth control if you're still in that, you know, cycling and they put you on that. It's prescribed without really looking at the hormones. And so they don't know what your estrogen's doing in relationship to progesterone or any of that. They just kind of throw you on some stuff. And that's where it can get worse. However, I will say, you know, some women do really benefit, especially if you are so depleted and you've your symptoms are so bad for a time, if it can help you live your life and function and be, you know, feel like a human being again, it's, there's a time and a place for it. Um, and so sometimes, you know, I have clients that are using, utilizing that or like thyroid is a big thing we haven't talked about, but you know, are still on thyroid medication while we put the other pieces in place to allow them to finally heal and not necessarily need the support. So any good diet for, to rebalance the hormones and lose the weight easily? <laughs> easily. It, you know, if your hormones are out of balance, it's, going to be difficult until you really identify what exactly is off. And this is the thing that I help my clients with um, the most. I would avoid things that cause extra stress on the body. So like going hardcore keto or even intermittent fasting can be a form of stress on the body. A lot of times it's more about unstressing. And so it's not about the hard workouts and it's not about, it's about being gentle with yourself. Um, and that, you know, can look like a lot of, you know, we talked about fiber. So a lot of nutrient dense, nutrient rich foods really can help heal so, and lose. Lose some weight. Yes. Yeah. So is, is the bioidentical hormones, is that what, what we're talking about when we're talking about the hormone replacement therapy that sometimes is needed? Uh, those would be the better choice if you can find someone who will do that for you. Yeah. Um, Cause they're more in line with what your body actually needs versus yeah the synthetic stuff so. versus synthetic of course of course yeah it's, it's like a lot of things I, yeah. I go pretty deep <laughs> um and I've got a I just uh just published at the time we we're recording this a book like a few days ago um called so I, I tend to talk a lot about selfless syndrome and so this is kind of this innate programming that we have as women to always take care of everyone and everything else and what it is is it's a modern day stress response and so the book kind of goes through a lot of the how do you really navigate that world and heal the body and hormones um, and move out of hormonal chaos into hormonal balance because a lot of the go ahead selfless syndrome ah this yeah selfless, so that's where you have it here okay perfect yeah so yeah. we're gonna be looking for it yeah beautiful um yeah. yeah so we need to learn a little bit more about the causes of the problems as with anything else it's the same thing good news okay so thank you so much and we're going to be looking for your book and the mm -hmm. selfless syndrome dr alex so mm -hmm. thank you and uh we are going to look younger and feel younger after seeing you <laughs> again thanks for listening and we'll see you in the next episode